on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Do you think you can fall in love with someone very unexpectedly, especially if it's not someone that like you visualize as the person you would be with? Like what I want to hear this morning is if someone is actually fallen for someone with this much of a difference. And this difference that I'm talking about is 20 years of age. Okay. okay? I I haven't told Jess this story yet because I want I wanted to get your natural reaction. I want to give you a lot of time to think about this, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, last night I got asked out by a woman mm-hmm. that's 59 years old. That is 21 years older than me. Uh-huh. And if you're like, how in the world did this even happen? I'm even trying to catch up in my own head how this whole thing went down. I went to take Kiki, my dog, out in my condo, right? I'm joking around with a girl at the front desk. about. And I don't remember, we're, we're talking about... I don't even, oh, we're talking about working, okay? Mm-hmm. And she's kind of venting about working, and da, da, da. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, I just, I really, I just want to find like, a, like an older woman who is retired, can just take care of me. <laughs> joking, right? Like, complete joke. Yeah, you're joking, but internally you're not. Let's be real. I mean, it'd be nice. Don't get me wrong. Let's be real. Right? He's not joking. We didn't have to work anymore. I think it'd all be kind of nice. Out of nowhere, I want you to picture, I'm talking to the girl at the front desk. Behind me, uh-huh. I hear this woman say, I actually approve of that. And I'm like, yeah, turn my head, right? Like, what's going on? Obviously, what I said was in jest, right? Yes, yes. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. She's like, oh, you're 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 divorced? Is it like official? I'm like, yeah, I got divorced three years ago. She's like, oh, I've been divorced twice by now. She's like, honestly, dating with an age difference is pretty fun because you can learn a lot from one another. She said, my last boyfriend mm-hmm. was 35 years old. Oh, you, you you're just gonna be one of her boyfriends. <laughs> You're just for fun. I still, at this point, I still think that we're just joking around. Right. Because I'm coming into this with with jest because I've never considered dating someone Really, like, you know, I'm 38. I'd probably date somebody mid, mid-40s or younger, just in my head. Yeah. Right? But I feel like that's not even something you really think about either. Not really, you know? Yeah. So, as we're kind of, like, having this kind of divorce, and we we both have the same kind of, she has a chihuahua, I have a chihuahua. We're just, we're just kind of shooting the poop for a couple of minutes, right? Oh, no. And then, at the end, this is, because I didn't realize that this is where this conversation she was going. Yeah. She was like, let me, like, get your number. Yes. And I was like... This woman, this fifty-nine-year-old wow. woman, asked me yeah. for my number, and you know me—I get so awkward, yeah, in situations. Did she talk you through it? So no, I I, I gave her the number because mm-hmm. I almost felt like I was talking to my mom or something. Like I, I got to show this woman respect. I can't be like, excuse me, like she's my elder here. Okay, chill. so I did. I mean, I did give. I gave her my number, uh-huh. and so now I'm like, if she calls me. <laughs> What am I supposed to say? What do you, I mean, are you even interested in like I don't getting know. a meal with her? I don't know. How do you feel about I it? I don't know. Okay. It all happens so fast. Then why wouldn't you just go? And unexpectedly. And because I, also you never know. Like what if you guys go for lunch or something and have awesome conversation and there's a spark there or there's a really awesome friendship there that you really could utilize in your life right now. 59 years. Jess, I don't think she was here for friendship. In hindsight of that conversation... She ain't here for friendship. Yeah, but you don't know that. You got to spend some time with her first. So, I need to know this. Anybody right now or has been in a relationship with a, with a big age difference? How does that go? Because she made it seem like she enjoys dating guys much younger. It's actually fun for both. It's just for both sides. Yeah. But I'm like 59 years old. That's 10 years younger than my mom. So, if she calls you, <laughs> are you going to go out with her? I, I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't. 
Why wouldn't you? Tell, tell me why you on wouldn't. On surface level, it freaks me out a little bit. It makes you uncomfortable? At surface level, it freaks me out. If, if we're playing the numbers game, freaks me out a little bit. Uh-huh. You know? But I'm like, she's a woman. She's, you know, she's retired. She may get money. <laughs> I can do the radio show from home. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. How's, how's, how does age difference work? Have you done that? And we'll say more than 10 years. You got to be more than 10 years age difference. And like, does that work? Would it be crazy for me to like give it a shot? Because I'm a big believer in like fate. People come into your universe when they need to come in. Was this like a sign that my yeah. next girlfriend's going to be 21 years older than me? Hello, Anonymous. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Doing well. What, what is your situation? Okay, my situation, um, this started eight months ago. Okay. Uh, I went out and um, I'm actually older and he's younger and we met uh, with a circle of friends and um, he got my number and he called and I said, no, it's not going to happen. I'm too old. You know, what's going on? And he was like, you never know until you try. Age is just a number. Dang. And I said, that's a big difference. He's slick. This guy's slick exactly. over here. Yeah. Yeah, very slick. And um, he said, you don't look like your age at all. Slick. Um, Love well, this guy. Uh, not, well, tell us, tell us the age difference. The age difference is 15 years. 15 years. Do you, do you mind if I ask how old you are? 53. That makes him... 38. Wow, okay. Okay. Look at you. And so how's it been going the past eight months? How, how's your relationship been? It's been fantastic. You love mm-hmm. it. I love it. And and what and what about the age difference? Does it help? Does it hurt? Or is it neutral? Honestly, it's neutral. Nobody knows the difference. Okay. Um, because I don't look my age. Uh, everybody says I look, I'm in my 30s. Hello. 40s, yeah, um, not even 40s. So, I, I really, honestly, I'm really hesitant about it. And everybody's telling me to go for hey, it. Go for yeah, it. been Look having at y'all. a great time, and Good. yeah, he's so, very, very mature. So for you though, but for you, it's neutral. Like it doesn't really matter. You don't really see the number and like freak out. It's like you guys are just having a good time vibing. Okay, all right. Yeah. I like that. I'm glad you shared that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. 410-583-1065. We want to talk to people in Maryland that have age differences more than 10 years in their relationship or maybe have dated someone more than 10 years. And like, was it weird? Because I'm thinking like, if I sit down across from a 59-year-old woman, am I going to be like, Mom? Stop. <laughs> you're you're making, I think you're ruining it for yourself, to be honest. <laughs> Mommy. Stop. Now you're just being really almost my mom's inappropriate. Age. It's 10 years younger than my mom. I think maybe she could teach you a thing or two. Hello. Mature you up a little bit. Uh, who are we going to? Uh, we can go to Tracy in Centerville on one. Okay. Hello, Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Have you been in a relationship more than, than 10 years difference? I was married to my husband for 20 years. And he was 19 years older than me. 19 years older. Okay. Now, yep. was it positive? Was it negative? Or was it neutral with that age difference? I think, I think this is how it works. When you're young, the age difference is extreme. Mm. When you get to be an adult, the age difference is not so much. Mm. But then when you get older, because he was 70, he passed away 12 years ago. I'm sorry. And he was 70. Yeah. And... As you get older, the age difference 
becomes more extreme again. Yeah. You know, because of health issues and things like okay. that. Okay. All right. But in that middle time, it was neutral. It, there really wasn't a big difference. And that's where we are now. It was she, just your person. You know, she's she's. I'm I'm 38. She's 59. Like, do you, do you recommend though that I, if she if she does call that I I go out with her? I. I think you should go. Dang, look at that. I thought, honestly, the conversation was going to go the complete opposite way. But it feels like most people are like, hey, give it a shot. You know? Hey, uh, Robin from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. Uh, What is your situation? My boyfriend and I are currently 20 years different. Hey. Mm -hmm. Okay. And October will be four years for us. Wow. And he's younger than you? He's younger. Mm -hmm. How did you guys meet? Tell me me the, the, the love story here. We met online. Um, I'm divorced, and of course, none of my friends knew anybody that was single, so everybody kept telling me to go online, and I was very reluctant. I went online. Um, he messaged me. I kept telling him, go find someone your own age. Um, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And he continued to message me, and so eventually, I finally responded, and we had a conversation. The conversation went on for about three weeks, and he said, you know, we're finally going to have to meet. <laughs> and I said, you sure, you know, you really need to find someone your own age. I really thought this was just <laughs> a, a thing for yeah. him. And he let me know that, you know, the girls his age are catty. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they just want money. They want to see your phone. They want to see what you're doing all the time. Where are you? He wants somebody more mature, somebody who's settled and who knows what they want. Mm-hmm. And... So I was reluctant, and I um, asked for a professional opinion that I respected. Sure. And, you know, they told me, yeah, go ahead. What can it hurt? If anything, you can at least gain a friend, sure. just like yeah. you said. And I met him, and instantly we uh, clicked. We got along well. We had great conversation. There was a spark. We were we probably spent a few hours on the the first date together, and wow. we've been together ever since. He's very mature. He does all the things that I would look for in a significant other, mm-hmm. and that my spouse never did. Um, and so I am. I'm surprisingly, I am very happy. And again, the age difference is just a number. And, well, twenty years. Twenty years. And, and you're how old? I'm going to be fifty-two in three weeks. And he is. 32. 32, right. So to you, it's just there. It doesn't It doesn't even affect you guys. Not at all. There you go. It bothered me. It bothered me for like the first year because it was the, the number, the age difference. You were in but, your head about it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, I got the same thing. I don't love my age at all. Um, you know, and I, I eventually got past it. It never bothered him. And we have so much fun together. Okay. She's so outgoing. We hike. We tube. We swim. Yes. Um, it, it's just great. It's fun. It, I'm getting really uh, a lot of quality out of life that I have not had prior with a with a partner. Look at you. You seem so happy. So if she if she does call me, you recommend that I I just go have a dinner with her. Absolutely. You there have you nothing to lose. Exactly. Exactly. Well, then maybe I will. I don't know if she'll call me. I don't know. Maybe she will. Maybe she won't. But it'd be interesting to see. Thank you, by the way, for all this feedback today. But what I'm feeling is like, y'all are like, age is a number. You never know. Your soulmate may be 21 years older than you. Now, Creamer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Hi. Tomorrow. Not to get too ahead of ourselves here. But tomorrow, this time. 
We'll be like, it's Friday. But for now, it's Thursday. And that's good enough. We're going to tell... Wait, you're not on. There you are. Good morning. There you are. Hi. Hi. Oh, hey, 6 o'clock club. Good morning. Welcome. Hope it's going to be the best day ever for you. And we'll get it started by giving you a shout out. Because it's kind of fun to hear your name on the radio, right? I've always said... I've, been, I've doing, done this a long time now. But if one of my radio friends shouts me out, I'm like... <gasps> Thank you. It's fun. So we want to make that, just give you that same excitement this morning. Text us if you're up, 410-583-1065, and we'll give you a shout out. It's that easy. Carrie is so very good morning. Darren, the flight attendant. Hello. Yeah. Karen and Amber, our kinder care ladies. Sexy Dan is up with us. Hope Adobe, Sarah and Sue, Lori, Chuck E. Good morning. Queen Pam, Danielle at kinder care in Columbia. Faith in Violetville. Good morning, Jim at USCG. Hillman, hello. Uncle Coco is up with us in the Hunt Valley. Yvonne, beautiful Beverly. Terrence, good morning, Mr. W. The Brit is up with us. Uh, who else is up? Los the Mill Nurse. Dragon Mama, good morning. Melanie from Westminster. Brenda, the rideshare driver. And Carol May, happy Thursday. Talk to me about this sandwich shop passion of yours, Oh, Jess. This is such a funny thing that Jess said, and I want you to kind of think about the same thing. Of mm-hmm. like, if you weren't doing what you were doing right now professionally, uh-huh. what would you do? Let's say money's no object, but like, what would you do mm-hmm. if you weren't doing the profession that you're doing right now? I would have my own sandwich shop. I have always <laughs> loved sandwiches and making sandwiches. Like, I love it. And I don't know if it's because, like, when I was little, I had an easy bake oven. I've just always liked, I think it's like the steps of making things, you know? Yeah. So whenever I make a sandwich and I make really, really bomb sandwiches, like, everything is laid out. I have all the options there. And it's, like, relaxing to me. I also love the camaraderie with, like, customer and going to a spot. They know your name. And that's why I love going to places. I like going to coffee shops. I like going to, like, local spots like that because I just like having that conversation. That interaction. The interaction. And so if I wasn't doing this, I would have my own sandwich shop. And that way I could just see people every day. And, like, give people come. sandwiches and stuff. I would come. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that would be a, a legit thing. You know, I was thinking about the same thing. Like, what would I do? I feel like I've done this for so long now. But like, what would I do if I didn't do radio? God. I'd probably, if money was no object, mm-hmm. I'd probably go into dog adoption stuff. Oh, something cool. to do with pets and, like, rescuing and something like that. Yeah. Um, that's, like, those are my people, you know? Like, dogs are, like, my people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what I would do. Even though, y'all, I found this out because you're like, and I, I don't know about the answer here, but when I was working in San Diego, I worked closely with the Humane Society over there, and I I just ended up Googling the, the head guy there. Homeboy made half a million dollars. The person who created Humane he, Society? He, he like ran it. He was like the director of it. Yeah. Five, half a million dollars? Wow. <laughs> like, What? I got to get into the dog adoption business, man. I mean, that's cool. Maybe money is an object and I'm in the wrong field, you know? What would you do? Like, what if you had... Literally, money didn't count. So do you think about, like, what you would really go do if money was no object? You probably wouldn't be awake right now. Fair to say? Most most of us would probably be sleeping in. Just sleep in (laughs) a little bit. Yeah. Give me an extra hour. Yeah. Give me an extra hour. Sandwiches is lunchtime. Yeah, Unless I had breakfast sandwiches, but I'd still want to sleep in till like 7, though. That's that's the gig, though. Lunch lunch spot's the gig. Yeah. You can be there at 10, leave by 3. It's a pretty good gig. 410-583-1065. Texas, if you're up, maybe of that, what would you be doing if Mm -hmm. it wasn't what you're actually professionally doing right now? Yeah. 
Slick Rick, the Billboard guy. Hey. Good morning. Hey. Um, Cheryl actually tweeted us and said, back to school today from McDaniel College. Heavier traffic than normal in Westminster with families heading to drop off their students. It's time. For freshmen move-in, so just kind of be aware of that. Thanks, Cheryl, for, for giving us a heads up. For sure. We also were talking about, well, what would you be doing um, if you weren't, if you didn't have the career that you have right now? And I said so I would have my own sandwich shop. Yeah. And Kramer said that he'd work with animals. Uh, Kate and Massey checking in. Uh, she says, I just left healthcare and now I grow medical cannabis. Wow, okay. Hey, what's up, Kate? Yeah, that's 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 the spot right there. Okay. Uh, Carrie is so very. I'm my savior number, Kate. Carrie is so very. Hello. Good morning. I, I would work with animals like you, Kramer. That's awesome. That's cool, yeah. Who else is up with us? Melanie from Westminster would open a bakery and cafe. I just, I love that. I think yep. that's awesome. Uh, good morning, guys. John the Wheelman checking in. Mr. Spicy is here. Dante, good morning, Magic Mike. And Kay Calloway, our Lyft driver. And Joseph from Baltimore. And good morning. And he'd say, I'd be a full-time youth football coach. That's cool. That's rad. Yep. I love that. 410-583-1065. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. All right, let's keep going. Uh, Number three. A Maryland man is making national news and just brought home thousands of dollars thanks to his indecisiveness. So the unidentified Baltimore man who's going by the name Mr. Lucky told state lottery officials he usually plays the numbers 1, 2, 6, and 7 during the lottery's virtual horse racing game. Mr. Lucky says he kept seeing the winning numbers 2, 6, and 7 appear in several races and then just as he placed his bet, something told him to play 12 and the last minute switch in numbers won him $20,000. That's so crazy. Yeah. Like sometimes I... I really am a big believer of like listen to your gut mm-hmm. because I mean like what what are the odds? Yeah, your gut, your intuition. All of a sudden you're sitting there saying twelve. Like why are you saying twelve? You play twelve. Yeah, you win all that money. So freaking cool, man. It's a cool story. Number two. There's been a lot of talk over the past year and a half about productivity at work and whether people are more or less effective working from home compared to being at the office, right? But according to a new survey, most workers aren't productive for a full eight hours regardless of where they are. So during an eight-hour workday, the average Maryland worker only spends four hours and 12 minutes <laughs> actually actively working. Yeah. And the survey asked Marylanders to list the things they're doing when they're not zeroed in on work. And the top five distractions are surfing the internet, social media, texting, bathroom breaks, and socializing with coworkers. Well, you did a, a non-radio job. It is a social media job for like nine months in between radio go- jobs. Yeah. And um, I... I didn't do much. I didn't. Do, I mean, I was in the office for about eight hours, but... Four hours and 12 minutes of an eight-hour workday? It sounds about right. Yeah. I, I always said by two o'clock, I was done with my work anyway, so that there's three hours off right there, right? And I'm sure that extra hour of just, you know, messing around, for sure. For sure. Number one. When Kelly Clarkson announced she was divorcing husband Brandon Blackstock, many wondered what actually went wrong. And now a source close to the star claims Brandon's jealousy may have actually played a role in the breakdown of the marriage. The relationship had been on the rocks for a very long time. Just a lot of people didn't know about it. She was the high income earner with wildly successful talk show, star of another hit show, The Voice. And Brandon got extremely jealous of it and actually made her know on a daily basis. And the insider adds that now that Kelly is single, she can finally enjoy her success without feeling ashamed about it. I think that's fair. I mean... I think there's always two sides to every story, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I always think it's kind of unfair to hear only one person's side of, like, here's exactly why our marriage went wrong. It was all him, and it was not me at all. Yeah, you of know? course, of course. I think 
and that's obviously her people talking for her. Uh-huh. But I always I give people a lot of credit when they can step back from a relationship that didn't work out and say it was it was a it was both of us. Like I can definitely take responsibility for things that happened right. in our relationship and why they didn't work out. So, but I, I understand that too. I who was it? I have a friend that works in TV, and she was married, and her it was almost like her husband got jealous. As she started to get more popular, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it may be common for people that get like a spotlight kind of thing, you know? This is Jess, and that was your top three. All right. No Liz for now. So we need your text. 410-583-1065. We just want to say good morning in 6 o'clock club. We, we love you. We do. We call this Today in Dog News. Here we go. Today in Dog News. Because dogs are the best. We don't deserve dogs. We don't. They're the, they're the greatest creatures to ever touch the face of the earth. And what I feel like the other radio stations don't do a good job at. Nobody does. They don't. No one's out here reporting the dog news of the world. I don't. I literally don't think anyone else is. How do you walk into work every day not knowing what's happening with the canines? I don't know. I don't know. But thank God for us, Jessica. I know. Thank God for us. It's our duty. We bring you the uh, the dog news. Mm-hmm. Take you over to Vermont. The Vermont Fire Department had to rescue a dog from a couch. Oh. You're like, what? How'd this happen? The uh, Essex Junction Fire Department over in Vermont put on Facebook they had to rescue a medium-sized dog that got trapped under a couch. Somehow, oh, no. the dog's leg oh, no. was wedged in the metal part, Oh no! and the couch couldn't be moved. Yeah, otherwise something would happen. Without hurting the dog further, right? Yeah. So the owner's like, what am I going to do? Because like, what would you do in that situation? That'd be really tough, right? Luckily, owner called the fire department. Firefighters came out, took about 30 minutes. They disassembled the couch. Awesome. And they were finally able to free the pooch. Uh, the dog was taken to the vet, had the cut looked at, expect to make a full recovery, but that's that's scary, right? Like, what would you do? And thank God for the fire department. I know. Firefighters are so cool. The calls that must come through sometimes. I mean, come on. You know? That's crazy. You're that's, either saving a dog's life with the couch or you're literally saving people from a burning building. Well, that's what's so crazy to me is like, they you don't, guys are amazing. You just never know in that profession what's yeah. going to come through the phone. Yes. And disassembling a couch is probably not on the agenda for the day. But so shout out to those firefighters. Glad our canine friend in Vermont is doing well. Here's some science for you. Cuddling your dog is good for your health. Mm. This is out this morning. We're not sure why it would surprise you, but apparently cuddling your pooch is a, quote, surefire way to reduce stress. Scientifically proven? This is scientifically proven. There have been a number of studies that have found that canine-assisted um, significantly, if you were to, you know, cuddle your canine, it significantly yeah. improves your well-being. Mm-hmm. And there's been very little research into what interactions provide these great benefits. Uh, this is the doctor that's saying this. Uh, we we know that spending time with therapy dogs is beneficial, but we didn't know why. And while they're still trying to figure out like what it is, like what's that why? Yeah. Like, what is it about that? What researchers do know is that direct interactions with therapy dogs through either touch uh, actually do bring you a greater well-being. Mm-hmm. So go hug your dog. That's pretty much what it is. In other words, it's good to look at them, and it's good to cuddle them. I've noticed it changes my day in the morning when Barks comes in yeah. and brings dog in the morning. It's fun, Ever since man. we started doing that, it definitely changes just the whole energy of the building. It changes everyone's energy in the building. Walking through. Everybody gets so excited. We have the animal shelter. Barks come in on Tuesdays now. Yeah. They come in the very end of the show, so you may not catch it. And um, we always have a pet of the week as well, so if you're ever interested in dog- 
and then adopting a dog, you can always see our post on Facebook, Kramer and Jess on Mix 1065 Mornings. Absolutely. So there you go. Now you know. That's the world of dog today and today in dog news. Let's do Throwback Thursday. Please. You ready for this? Yes. Jess, this, this makes Jess thrive on the inside. I can feel it when we do this. And it's it's super simplistic. We just go back and we look at the biggest songs in Maryland from previous years. Mm-hmm. And then also we take a look at a moment in pop culture that was like, wow. Like that was the, the one today I think is so interesting. At first I'm like, oh, it's kind of boring. I'm in. So let's start with music. The number one song in Maryland back in 2018 today, Drake and In My Feelings. <laughs> Did we find out it was about Kim Kardashian or not? Remember that was like the rumor for a while? It was a rumor, but I love it. Um, 2010, the number one song in the state. Eminem, Brianna, Love the Way You Lie. I think we still play that about every hour. We do. Okay, (laughs) we'll play it in 15 minutes if you love it. Here on Mix (laughs) 106.5. Let's go back to 2006. The number one song in Maryland was Fergie and London Bridge. Oh, don't even. I love this song. When she came out with this after the Black Eyed Peas, my mind was blown. It was a good year. 2006 was a good year for Fergie. So fun. And then, like, remember she, like, wet her pants on stage? And I felt like we just never... Why are you bringing that up? I just never... Why would you bring that up? Leave her alone. Never got good again after that for poor Fergie. All right. 28 years ago today, Jessica, it was August the 19th, 1993. Yeah. I was born that year. I'm going to... Was that right? Yeah. That's right. Um, We... Mattel... The toy company yes. acquired Fisher Price. And at first, it sounds kind of boring, but go with me here because I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, they, they, Mattel acquired Fisher Price, yes. became the largest toy company in the United States uh-huh. today. So, just so you know, the backstory is this is that Mattel and Hasbro have always been like in lock for like 60 years to be the top toy company, right? Mm-hmm. And they basically, what they've done is just gone through and bought up every other toy company that tries to become a big one, right? They just buy them all up. Yeah. So that it's uh, it's possible that no acquisition was larger, though, than the one today in 1993 when Mattel acquired Fisher-Price. Now, at the time, Mattel was kind of lagging behind Hasbro. Uh, they had recently bought some other toy companies uh, like Tonka Toys. They bought Kenner. They bought Parker Brothers uh, and needed to kind of round things out, especially with the babies and the toddlers. Mm-hmm. So they had a 10-figure acquisition. Ten figure. That is, I think you know, six figures, seven figures would be millions, eight billions. It not. It's like it's like tens of trillions of dollars. Oh my god! To buy this, buy this toy company. Yeah. So, the move worked. By the way, they then became the biggest toy company in the U.S. The battle wasn't over though, because what happens now? Let's just go to like to 2000. Looking back at last year, Hasbro did about 5.5 billion in worldwide rev- revenue. Mattel did about 4.6 billion, but these can change all the time because for example the biggest lego i mean the biggest brand in toys lego yeah still mm-hmm. lego but like things like furbies oh yeah all these random toys that can pop up uh-huh. can make people literally tens of billions yeah of dollars furbies took over my life like a tamagotchi comes back on the scene and it's game over mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it was today in uh 1993 that mattel acquired fisher price then becoming the biggest toy company 
in the United States. Is there something that you hear about women that you're like, that's so not true? What a stupid stereotype to have just by being this certain gender Mm -hmm. that I am. Mm -hmm. I saw this on Reddit and I thought it was interesting. The the question was, women have read it. What is a 100% myth about women? This is a guy asking the question to women. Uh I thought I'd go through some of these and kind of get your feedback on this. Um, One woman said that when we are not interested in someone, we actually want to try to persuade them to be with us 10 to 20 more times. Like when you say, hey, listen, I'm not that into you. I don't want to be with you. Uh That that actually does mean I don't want to be with you. Yeah, no, when we say things, we mean (laughs) what we say. So I don't know why people don't think that's what's happening. Because sometimes as a guy, we're like, okay. But does she really mean that? I see I see you trying to challenge me. I no, got it's it. not a challenge. We're just it. being honest. I see you. This woman said that we need children to have a fulfilling life. Yeah, that's not true. A hundred percent myth is what's being asked on Reddit. This is a hundred percent myth that we need children to have a fulfilling life. Jess, how do you feel about that? I I really hate that assumption because I feel like that is choice and that's situational and everybody is different. Yeah. And some women feel that they need children in their life and some women feel that they don't. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine on both ends. Absolutely. Um, how about this? We're talking about this Reddit list. The question was what's a 100% myth about a woman that just kind of drives you crazy? Mm-hmm. Asking the question to women, right? Um, that we secretly hate each other. Oh. <laughs> this one breaks my heart the most. Yeah. And and I almost feel like this narrative has been created to pit us against each other because that's not true. And I and I feel like we have to do a better job at uh, just being there for each other and being kind and because it's it's not a competition. There's room for everyone to be who they need to be. And there is like the last thing you want to see is another female fail because we already know how difficult it is and how many things are against us. So right. no, we don't hate each Can other. Can I tell you, I have a hard time with that one because I've worked with, I worked with a lot of women and I feel like even in conversations with them, this is just the, the select few that I've worked with. They always feel very, there's always, seems to be some kind of drama with another woman in the building. So I don't know if it's just the women that I've worked with. Yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't make that like that's not like a blanket thing you can put over everybody. No. And also things happen though too. Like if something sure. happened between the two of them, that's fine and things are allowed to happen, but that also doesn't mean that's the case for every single woman in every single environment ever. Women, what is a 100% myth about women? This question's on Reddit and we're just kind of going through some of these. Uh, that we've all dreamed of our weddings since we were little girls. I don't think that's true. That's true for me, but that's not true yeah, for some of like, my friends. Don't ask me, because no. I've been dreaming since I came out the womb. Well, but I think that's another thing, too. Not every woman wants to get married, either. It's true. And that's what I think is another huge assumption and myth that everyone feels that they can put on a female. Like, not everyone, not every female thinks they need to be married and, like, sees that as their number one goal. You know what I mean? I'll give you one more. Um, that uh, question is 100% myth about women. What is it for you? It kind of drives you crazy when you hear that women are a mystery. She said, I'm sick of people telling me, you know, exa- or telling people exactly what I want and then hearing, well, yeah, but like, what do you really want? Yeah. You know, uh-huh. like, she said, I'm not lying. We're playing games. You know what women want to be treated like human beings with respect like everyone else. At all times. Yeah. At all times. We just want to be respected and acknowledged. It's an interesting conversation on here. It's the, the perceptions that we have of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, the guys are like, why are all girls this way? 
you know, these silly girls. And I'm sure it works vice versa, too, but it's an yeah. interesting conversation on Reddit today. Big Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. All right, let's get it going. Uh, here we go. Number three. Governor Larry Hogan announced that all 227 nursing homes in the state and all hospital employees will now require all staff to show proof of vaccination or get regular screenings and tests. Uh, the announcement came hours ahead of President Biden announcing nursing homes will face funding loss from Medicare and Medicaid services if staff do not comply and get fully vaccinated. Hogan said the requirement is effective immediately and people have until September 1st to get their first dose and fines will double for failure to comply with Dang. the requirement. Hogan was also asked if he will require all state employees to get the COVID vaccine and he said the state is taking steps in requiring some employees who are at most risk, so including those who work in jails, detention centers, and veterans' homes. I mean, yeah. It's just the way it's going to go, man. Like, slowly but surely, we're, like, seeing the belt tighten, if you will, when it comes to what the expectations are mm-hmm. with the vaccines or even being unvaccinated. You know, it's like every day there's going to be something newer and newer and new. I'd be curious to see. I'm, I'm even thinking, like, a year from now, what the world looks like. There's no way you can picture it right now. Yeah, I'm You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. crazy, all things considered. Number two. So a day after Colin Jost confirmed that Scarlett Johansson was pregnant with their first child, he came back with more news and confirmed on Instagram that they actually already had their baby. At this point, we don't know when Scarlett actually gave birth, but this is her second child. She also has a daughter named Rose with her ex-husband, and this is Colin's first. And the couple welcomed a baby boy, and his name is Cosmo. In his uh, post on Instagram, Colin also asked for privacy, and then he also directed any, uh, any and all inquiries to their publicist, Michael Shea. Which is also his <laughs> SNL co-star. Yeah. What's so funny is with this story, I've seen the headline a couple of different times mm-hmm. since yesterday, and it's all like Scarlett Johansson has baby. Scarlett Johansson's baby's born. I'm like, but what about Colin? That man gets no love. That man gets no love yeah. in the situation at all. But that's that's good. Happy for them. All right, number one. Number one. Mariah Carey has just launched a new business venture, her very own line of Irish liqueur. Her titled Black Irish Irish Cream will come in three flavors, original Irish cream, salted caramel, and white chocolate. And Mariah said, quote, I've been putting my heart into this project for almost two years now, and I wanted to create something that embodies the holidays and gives everyone a reason to celebrate year-round. And she added that the drink is a playful nod to her black and Irish lineage. I'll tell you with Mariah. Mariah's got the best gig on the face of the earth. Mariah works about two months out of the year. And then you she know, goes away. And, and we're now like, she has this just in time for the holidays. Dude, and no, let me tell you gone. why. So I usually say caramel, but why do I want to say caramel when I'm talking about her stuff, though, for the holidays? It just seems like fancy and like, <laughs> you know, like glittery and Christmas and holidays. And I'm in for it. I don't know why, but I will buy this. And I want every flavor. And I can't wait to try it. I wish there was like a chart. A scientist would spend time on this. Why does she do this to me? Well, just to do like Mariah Carey relevance throughout the year. It's like January, nobody cares. February, March, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. August, September, a little bit. October, November rolls Already. around. Yeah. All I want for Christmas is you on the radio again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, We're mm-hmm. all in. Yeah. All in through Christmas. We'll and see. Then. This is okay. Jess, and that was your top three. Kramer and Jess are spilling charm city secrets on Mix 106.5. All right, parents. What was that pandemic moment that caused you to drink a lot? And just pushed you over the <laughs> limit. Like, what was that one thing that went down when everybody was locked up in the house? Mm-hmm. And it could have been recently. Uh, that just, just, it was like, enough is enough. Absolute 
chaos. And maybe you went and had a glass of wine or a bottle of wine or and two broke, bottles of you wine. You broke down you a broke little down. bit. You broke down because yeah. of that one parent moment. That's the story that we want to hear this morning. 410-583-1065. Welcome to Charm City Secrets, by the way. We do this every Thursday at this time. We always give you a topic, and it's your chance to call and text and vent, get that secret off your chest. Kramer and I hate keeping secrets, and we always have a voice disguiser, so nobody in Maryland has to know that it's you. So here's the reason we bring this up today. There's a new study out. Drinking increased during the pandemic, which, I mean, that, that part should not be a surprise, yeah, right? Yeah, obviously. But when they broke it down by demographic... Particularly among mothers with children under the age of five. <laughs> yeah. That demographic increased consumption of alcohol by 323%. 323%. Okay. So where are our parents? Oh, man. That had a breakdown during quarantine. That caused you to drink a lot more. Mm-hmm. That is just one of those days. We want to hear that story, okay? 410-583-1065. Hey, Dad from Pikesville, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? We are doing well. What was that parental uh, parenting moment that made you drink more? Um, well, I found myself halfway through a bottle of bourbon after the fact that my entire internet crashed. Oh. Now, I've got three kids, oh, all under the age of 15. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've God. got a 7-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 13-year-old. <laughs> and everyone was in the process of their Zoom classes. Yeah, all And online. my husband, yeah, everything's online. And then, of course, my husband was in the middle of a business meeting. And I actually was doing an inspirational talk to fellow mothers. Oh. Um, yeah. So um, I think that they are fully inspired by the sounds of blood curdling screams. I'm I mean, sure. Well, I not have only. Never. I mean, the kids being home, home that, that's one level, right? But at least they have the internet. Yeah. And then you take the internet away from them. Trying to keep it together when everyone's shouting at me, it's your fault. It's not good. And I think to myself, I'm not a hot spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you want to do? Like, what, what do you want from me? Yeah, pop open yeah. the bourbon. It's time. It's time. Oh, I mean, and it was a small batch that was given to us as a gift. Yeah. And I uh, honestly don't remember the rest of the day, which <laughs> was probably a you blessing. Didn't, you didn't yeah. need to. You didn't need to. It made the two and a half hours fly by, though, didn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. Thank yes. you. Thank you so much for calling us. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. You too. We got a text from the 410 and said, there's a list of things. My grocery bill doubled because I have three sons, and they were all at home eating all day. Yeah. And then also having a school-issued laptop, not being able to log in for a week and a half, and then having to catch up on all the homework afterwards. Ooh, yeah. That would be a nice bottle of wine by itself, you know? Mm -hmm. I can't imagine, like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, we have this much work to catch up on. Yeah. 410-583-1065. Hey, Molly from Essex, good morning. Good morning. What was that parental pandemic moment that caused you to drink? (sighs) Okay, so my kids are really good. They never push or hit or anything, Mm -hmm. but just with the pandemic and everything we were you know lots of zoom calls and (laughs) cooped in and i ended up being the referee between the two of them they were fighting and pulling hair and fighting like physically fighting 
Yes. And that's yes. not and that's then, not typically like them? No. Oh, no, wow. never. Oh, never, boy. Ever. Yeah. So you're like freaking out. You're like, what happened to my children? <laughs> Give me my, my yeah. angels back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's... They've like turned into little gremlins. Yeah. And what can do it to being stuck in the house, we all turn into a little bit of gremlins, you know? <laughs> yeah, everybody was oh. on top of each other. No space. Yeah. Well, how much, yeah. how much does that make you drink? Uh, well, thankfully, I'm the best husband ever, and he brought home a bottle of wine, so I had the entire bottle of wine to myself. There you go. Night. There you go, Mama. Mama referee. Yeah. yeah. There she is right there. That's that's how you do it. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. 410-583-1065. Parents, what's that moment during the pandemic that your kids just pushed you too far? It's that, that, and I know you know which one I'm talking about. We know parental drinking was up during the pandemic, so we know there's a moment that went down. Yeah. That just pushed you too far and caused you to have a meltdown. This hey, J- hey Jamie? Jamie in Pasadena. Hey. What happened so, to you, Jamie? Mine was actually recently, because um, it just never ends. <laughs> That's fine. Listen, I we're... was cleaning the house, yeah. uh-huh. and I went downstairs to assess the damage um, to clean down there. And when I came upstairs, my son had grabbed a vial of glitter and dropped it all over the floor. <laughs> no. Glitter never leaves ever. your life. Ever. It's there forever. Ever. How many days? How many days have you still seen glitter on your floor? Um, it's been a week. It's still there. Oh yeah. Oh, you got you got a long way to go too. If it's a week, and then on your clothes yeah. and on your feet, yeah. I made that mistake. Um, I had a friend, a couple of friends, come over for New Year's Eve. It would have been it was before the pants. Probably twenty going into 2019 Mm -hmm. and I got the idea to be really fun to have confetti okay now kids with confetti and that's bigger than glitter there was still when I was moving out still finding confetti everywhere Mm -hmm. give kids an inch with that kind of stuff there's still confetti on my son's head and face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> confetti, not confetti, glitter. Glitter. You'll find it for, for it, it's the gift that keeps on giving glitter. It really is. Thank you for it's calling not us. A gift. <laughs> it's not it's not a gift, but it's not a gift. But you're, but you're stuck with it either way. So, thank you for calling. Thank you. See ya, Ryan from Essex. Good morning. Good morning. They pushed you too far. They pushed me too far. Yes. I got a six year old and an eight year old, mm-hmm. and of course. They're not in school. Yeah. We have a trampoline yeah. and a pool. They broke the trampoline, them no. and their friends. I'm like, okay, no big deal. How, how do you wait? How do you break a trampoline? Because I feel like it's only one thing you can really do on a trampoline. That's what it's made to do. We have the one with the net around it. Uh, okay. Yeah. But they thought running around the outside of the net yeah. was more fun than jumping on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they pulled the bar down. So it's pretty much like a. Uh, it's like hanging down, and children are trying to jump into that it's, it's, or play WWE wrestling right, in there. Right, like, yeah. Right. Propel them back off. Right, and yeah. Then they move from the trampoline that's broken, and then now five more friends have showed up because it's the party house, and yeah. they end up breaking our pool. No. It's an above-ground pool, five foot, and they ended up breaking that one as well Lord, how during the-, the middle of this pandemic. So, of course, I'm... I, Calling the wife, hey, I, I need a bottle of something. <laughs> I don't even care. It can uh, be, I don't care what it is. It can literally be drinking alcohol at this point. I mean, rubbing I alcohol. At this point, I will sanitize and drink the thing. Uh, that's, that's it. <laughs> Dude, we, we, we completely understand. Oh, man. So glad you got that off your chest today. Thank you for calling us. I appreciate it, guys. Why can't I tell my boyfriend that I want to marry him someday? <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? 
Like, why are my palms sweating right now? I'm just even trying to talk to y'all about this. This is a conversation that came up on our Uncensored podcast. And in case you don't know, every Wednesday we do an Uncensored show that goes on behind the scenes. And you can get it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. It's yeah. creatively titled Kramer and Jess Uncensored. Uh, not for kids, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uncensored for a reason, for sure. And I'm going to play you a censored version of this conversation because I don't know how many women are like this, too, or maybe were when you were in Jess's shoes. But basically, yeah, she can't tell her boyfriend, Garage Boy, they've been dating for a year and a half, that she wants to marry him. Even time he even brings it up, she just like plays it off. Even though you really want to get married to him. Yeah, no, if anyone has like had a reaction like this, anybody, when they're in this situation. Listen to the Uncensored podcast here. I've realized something about myself. This is a new realization, and I, and I don't know why this is happening. Whenever Garage will bring up us getting married, like, oh, you know, at our wedding, this and this and this. Or I want so-and-so to come to our wedding. Or just kind of like speaking about marriage and weddings in that sense. I always for some reason, try to act super chill about it or won't even, if he is like, if let's say he says like a long sentence and then he mentions marriage in the sentence but also mentions something else, I won't even and I won't even acknowledge the, the marriage part. We'll acknowledge the other part of the sentence and I don't know why I'm getting weird about it. And I think it's because I feel like if I show too much excitement, I'll freak him out and I don't know why I feel like that. J- Why can't I just be normal? I, you, I'm just like, yeah, you, bro, that's tight. <laughs> you want to? You want to get engaged? You want to get married? No, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Would you? 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 If this was your timeline, would you guys be engaged right now? Your timeline. I was thinking about that, and I guess maybe sure, but then for why? Because it's not like I'm trying to plan a wedding or even thinking because because the wedding itself isn't even on my radar right now like trying to do that with everything that's going on in the world yeah the actual wedding part isn't even in my freaking like level right would you like to be engaged do you feel like that would be a good step of like i guess but it's like if but why though if if it's not like we can really you know what i mean yeah can you give me an example of a time it was used or just because what I'm trying to figure out, like, is this a sign that like he's getting close to doing it? I don't because I don't even think he's like that. <laughs> think about Garage. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he's not he's not leaving Easter eggs for me to follow along. <laughs> like, Garage is pretty much uh, pretty much uh, on the like, level. He's not yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like, he's just talking to me. Uh, he's like, you know, in our wedding, I want my groomsmen to be la 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 yeah. la. And I'm like, but like, that's what, tight. What is he said? So. And then you I'm will, like, like, freak out. I'm like, that's cool. Why not? <sighs> I don't know why. I have like you guys, ta- have, you, have you talked to him about any of this? No. Like, you haven't talked to him about, like, hey, maybe we should, like, No, why would I? Discuss I, only, I, only, I only talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> why would I do that? We have unhealthy communication habits. Why would we ever talk to somebody in real life? I don't know why I haven't. I don't know what I would say. So, that's this episode. It's episode number 43 that just went up yesterday of Kramer and Jess Uncensored. It's on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Just Kramer and Jess Uncensored. Or go to KramerandJess.com to find it over there. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.